my fellow investors, welcome back to the Newcomer Investor channel, where we talk about stocks, share insights, and debate. Hope you're all having an amazing time. As always, my friends, if you enjoy this podcast, make sure to give us a five star on Spotify or an Apple podcast. And of course, make sure to subscribe on YouTube. Now, before I get started, I do have to remind you that nothing I say is financial advice. I'm not telling you what to do. I'm just telling you what I do, but I've made lots of mistakes in the past, and I'm sure I'll continue to make more as I keep learning. So of course, always do your own research. Now, today's episode will be short and sweet. I actually came across this uh, new ETF, which I'm sure many of you have heard of. I mean, some of you have messaged me about it, asking what I think. So I wanted to talk about it. This ETF is TSLY. I'll call it Tesla. This is the Yield Max Tesla Option Income Strategy ETF. So today we're just going to break it down, see what is this ETF? Why is everyone talking about it? What are some of the pros, some of the cons? And then I'll share my final thoughts on it and what I plan to do with this ETF. Now, I guess we'd start off with a bit of background info. What is Tesla? Tesla is the latest in a series of various ETFs that have been launching the last few months uh, by a provider called Elevate Shares. So the brand for this particular suite of ETFs is called Yieldmax, and they've done this same strategy, same version with uh, Meta, with Amazon, Google, Nvidia, and a couple of others so far. So Tesla is the latest in the series of Yieldmax ETFs. Now, broadly speaking, what is the objective here? The objective for these ETFs is actually to provide you with income. So when you hold a stock like Tesla or like those other tech companies I talked about, most or all of them actually, except for Apple, they don't pay you a dividend. So you hold a stock and you hold it for the long term and you hope that it's going to be higher than the price you paid at when you sell so that, of course, you make a profit, right? With these ETFs, you basically would get exposure to those stocks, but you would actually get paid a distribution. And in the case of Tesla, it is a monthly one. So every month, even though, you know, Tesla itself doesn't pay a dividend, if you hold this ETF, you would actually be paid something. So that's kind of the point here is to get a high income. Now let's look at how did they actually generate this income? I mean, we just said Tesla doesn't pay a dividend. So how come this fund all of a sudden can pay you money from this ownership of Tesla? Now they are able to do all of this via something we call options. And now my friends, my listeners, if you are new to options, as am I, I don't do options personally, but if you are new, you need to buckle up because this is about to get a little complicated. Now, I actually lied. I was talking about exposure to Tesla and ownership of Tesla, but this ETF does not own any Tesla shares. You heard me right. If you own this ETF, you own zero actual Tesla shares. How is any of this possible? It is because they employ what we call a synthetic strategy. But before we get into synthetic strategies, I want to just walk you through a standard covered call contract, which I think is a good uh, base for understanding the rest, okay? All right, now let's make a random scenario. Let's say that I own 100 shares of Tesla. Let's say that the stock price currently is 100. And let's say that between now and one year from now, I believe the price will stay flat and maybe go up to $103, okay? So I believe it won't go higher than 103. Now let's say you, the listener, you want, you actually believe that the price is gonna go to like 200, let's say. You're really confident about it. I will sell you the right to buy my 100 Tesla shares at, let's say, a price of 105 or 110. Let's say 110. It's easy. Okay. You can purchase this contract from me. So if you are correct and the actual price goes up to $200, then you can buy, you can basically action this contract 
Oh, it's called exercise the contract. You're going to buy all of these shares from me at the price we agreed, let's say 110. And then you can immediately sell those shares on the open market for 200. So you pocket a $90 per share profit with those 100 shares. So you make lots of money, basically. But if the price does not go to this crazy amount that you think it will go to, let's say I'm correct and it stays at, you know, $100, then I keep the money from the contract that I sold you. And I keep my shares, of course. So I win. I got my shares still and I got the money from the contract. Now that is a covered call because I own the shares. So it's covered. If you buy them from me, well, I already have them. So it's fine. It's not a naked call, which is when I wouldn't have shares. So I'm basically selling you the rights to shares that I don't even have. That would be a naked call. So what I just described to you here is the most simple type of example of an options strategy. And this is something that some investors choose to do to generate extra income um, in addition to the regular investing that they do, their capital gains and so on. And FYI, I personally do not do options. I understand how they work, but I'm not at the level that I'm doing that yet. Now, if you look at the FAQs of the YieldMax website, they will explain their strategy and they explain why it is a synthetic strategy. And it's basically the fact that they use a combination of these types of contracts I just mentioned to you to mimic the exposure to Tesla stock. So they do not own directly any Tesla in their portfolio, but they buy various contracts, which all put together are basically the same as if you had it. So if you watch the movie, the great movie Inception, think of it as an inception of investing where you don't own the stock, but you have a contract within a contract within a contract that almost replicates the effect of having said stock, at least in the value that you generate uh, within those premiums, which is the goal here for that ETF. So make no mistake, I tried to dumb it down as much as possible, really just for myself, because, oh my God, it took me a while to wrap my head around how this thing works. This is some really complicated stuff. This is not a rookie type of investing. Uh, this is difficult stuff. Now, continuing on the FAQ, they answer the question, what factors can impact the potential income of a yield max ETF? And they say the primary driver of the potential monthly income of a yield max ETF is the amount of premium earned selling the short term out of the money calls. And in turn, and this is in bold, the premium generated by these sales is materially impacted by the implied volatility of the options being sold. And then they explain a little more later, implied volatility is directly influenced by the supply and demand of the underlying options and by the market's expectation of the share price's direction. As expectations rise, or as the demand for an option increases, implied volatility will rise, and options that have high levels of implied volatility will result in high-priced option premiums. So in English, this basically means that if the stock price moves a lot and if the supply or demand of that kind of option contract also changes a lot, that will generally result in higher price premiums. So that means that this ETF will generate more income that they will then distribute to the owners. Other parts from the website that are noteworthy for you, the listener, if you're considering this, the gross expense ratio, that is basically the fee of the ETF, is 0.99%. That's very expensive. So this company, regardless of if the, the portfolio does well or not, they're going to make a killing from this. So good for them. And they also do specify in bold that investing in this fund involves a high degree of risk. So this is not your average S&P 500 index fund that Warren Buffett likes. This is a super risky thing here, okay? 
Okay, now even though this ETF sounds really exciting and cool and, and really good to own, there are very, very big cons that we do have to address. The first one is that it is so complicated, my friends. Now, I don't know about you, the listener, but when I invest in something, I really make the efforts to know what it is that I actually own. So if I have an individual stock, it's easier. Research a company, figure out what do they sell, how do they make money, what does the industry and the competition look like, right? What are the key factors that affect the company's business performance? And once I've developed a sufficient understanding, that protects me from the volatility of the stock because I am informed on whether downward volatility is something I should ignore or whether it's linked to a truly thesis-changing moment where maybe I should actually sell the stock. Now, for ETFs, it's usually more difficult, and this one is no exception. Uh, in fact, this is a lot more complicated than your average index fund like an S&P 500 fund, right? Uh, I'd be willing to bet that a, a good chunk of people who decide to invest in, in this ETF don't fully understand how it works. And, and that can be dangerous because, I mean, if the price falls 50%, what does this mean? Does this mean you should buy more or does this mean you should actually leave? It's hard to figure that out, to be honest. Now, many people will decide to average down and perhaps that, would, that strategy would work, but it would be more done as a leap of faith rather than as a, an informed choice, I think, and, and that is a real danger with this ETF, or with this type of ETF in general. The second con, and here is something I worry about, especially for uh, newer investors, is the term yield trap. A yield trap is when you see, uh, you know, a certain stock or ETF or whatever, financial instrument, that promises a very high payout, and you think, oh, this seems like a great deal, I'm going to be paid X amount, so I should buy this, right? Now, uh, currently, the reason this ETF is, you know, all over Twitter and just everywhere is that the current annual payout is at around 60%, meaning if you purchase this ETF right now and if they maintain the current monthly distribution, you would get a 60% payment of your investment back over the course of a year, which is just mind-blowing, right? We never see this. I mean, we're happy to get a dividend stock with a 6% payout, so 60 is just insane, right? Now, the reason I'm calling this a yield trap is, of course, it's so unlikely that they will actually maintain that payout uh, that it's going to be an actual 60% payout, you know, within the next 12 months. It's much likelier to be something like 10 or 15, right? Maybe even less than that, or maybe more, I don't know. But it's certainly not going to be 60, in my opinion. But the thing is, if you're a brand new investor and you see this, and you see all these TikToks talking about how you're going to get 60%, it's very likely that you're actually buying this ETF right now really excited, and you may end up making a mistake here. So you really have to be very careful. I'm not saying that this ETF isn't going to provide you with a good yield, but I am saying you have to manage your expectations. Now, to give the company credit, they themselves are not promising the 60%, right? They make it very clear if you take the time to read their website and their uh, fact sheets that, you know, the, the distribution they give you really is going to vary month to month depending on how much premiums they can get. So they are not making that promise, but... Unfortunately, I'm seeing a lot of this from various finance influencers, uh, again, saying, you know, you get the 60% this one month, so you're going to have it all the whole time. And it's, it's simply just not really true here. It's a bit misleading, so be careful. Now, with all these things considered, and to give you my personal opinion on this product and what I would do with it, ah, listen, this is not financial advice, okay? This is just me, but I am choosing to stay away from this product. If I was a super bullish on Tesla, I would rather buy Tesla, the actual company, rather than this. 
I don't know what the future holds, but I am willing to bet that over the long term, let's say the next 10 years, Tesla stock, I think, will probably do better than this ETF, even if right now it seems really exciting with a super juicy payout, at least for one month. Uh, but yeah, to be completely clear, because I don't want to get my views misconstrued, I am not saying that I don't think anyone can make money holding this. In fact, I think for some people it may turn out to be a success. But what I am saying is I think there is a significant risk. I think there are so many unknowns. Not only is there unknowns around Tesla itself, but there's also the unknowns around the types of contracts, uh, the options that were being sold. So it's like a double unknown, right? It's like I said, an inception of investing. Uh, you get an, an inception of risks here as well. So this may be really good for some people, but it doesn't fit within my personal investing style. Uh, I tend to be a bit more controlling. I want to really know what's going on. And, and I feel like with an ETF like this, I, I don't. I wouldn't know what's happening. I also do want to point out that I am not a hater of covered call type ETFs because many who express the same opinion as I am in this specific episode, they would also hate all of these ETFs in general. I actually don't. I own uh, a Canadian one, ZWC, and I also own JEPI, although that is a very tiny position. And JEPI itself is also kind of a weird, complicated one. They use something called equity links notes, which maybe we can get into in another episode. So I don't hate... Uh, covered call ETFs. I think there is a place for this type of strategy in everyone's portfolio. But again, like I said, for the reasons previously, I am not uh, not planning to buy this Tesla ETF for now. Anyway, my friends, I hope this was helpful, uh, informative. As always, thank you very much for listening. If you enjoyed this, make sure to give us a five star. Thank you for listening to Nico Investor channel, and I look forward to connecting again with you soon.